What is good, everybody? Welcome to the Florida State League Radio Network. Happy to have you guys on the show with us today. It is a playoff Monday. That is right. Playoffs are in full swing. We got the ALDS kicking off tonight. Tomorrow we got the NLDS kicking off. And we got a very special guest on the show. We're going to talk some playoff baseball today. We're going to talk about the wild cards that just happened last week. We're also going to talk about the ALDS and the NLDS, kind of make some predictions and, uh, you know, make our predictions here on the show. We got former minor league pitcher and former Bradenton Marauders pitcher and former pitcher with the Pittsburgh Pirates organization, Mr. Ryan Valdez. Last time we had Ryan on the show, he, we interviewed him. Now we get to talk to him about some playoff baseball. Ryan, welcome to the show, man, and uh, it's great to have you back on and get to talk to you today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good to be back. I'm excited for some uh, playoff baseball and uh, talk about it a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. I'm excited. This is a fun time to be a baseball fan. Obviously, October. We're officially in October now, so we, we now have a, you know, it's kind of that fun time to be a baseball fan. You can really tell it's playoff baseball when we hit October, so I'm very excited to talk some playoff baseball. We'll begin off in the wild card series. We're going to kind of recap here what happened in the wild card series. Uh, what were some teams that really impressed you in the wild card series? You know, who actually won their games and such. You know, what teams really impressed you? Which players maybe impressed you throughout the wild card series that you really enjoyed watching? Well, just on the AL here, uh, the Rays look like the Rays. Definitely playing Rays baseball. Yep. Uh, good pitching, you know, clutch hitting at the right times. Blake Snell looked amazing and his start. Uh, Glass now looked amazing. So it's just whether or not they can keep the Yankees in the park in their next series. Um, and if you look over to the uh, NL, the Dodgers look legit. They look for real. Um, but they got a little scary matchup coming up uh, in this series. Yeah, the Dodgers look, as you said, the Dodgers look really good. I was very impressed with how they played. And as you said as well, the Rays look good. Um, I thought the Braves played really well, especially playing against the Cincinnati Reds, a team that looked good, especially down the stretch of the regular season. I thought the Reds were, were going to be a scary team and maybe give the Braves some fits, but I think the Braves are on a mission, especially how they ended their season last year, obviously getting booted out by the Washington Nationals, not the ideal way they wanted to get into their season last year, but uh, I thought they looked good. I really did, and I am excited to see how they can do in this next series, especially against a Miami team that's I would say a younger team, even though they were ended up beating the Chicago Cubs. Again, a younger team, you know, a team that has a lot of inexperience. So I'm excited to see how the Braves can do. Um, and I thought they looked pretty impressive. Um, and what what players do you think really were were impressive and are kind of the MVP so far throughout the playoffs? Uh, I would go. If you look at pitching here, I'm gonna look at Sixto Sanchez down there in Miami. He is a – that guy's legit, man. He has some really, really good stuff, you know, that up to 116 times, I believe, was the number. Um, and he just looked dominant. And I think that's the key, actually, to the next series for the Marlins. Um, also, Tatis, he, that, guy is the, that guy's the face of baseball right now, for sure. Um, the way he's playing the game, both in the field and defensively, he plays hard. Um, he is someone I think the kids should start looking up to, especially the way he plays with high energy. It's hard, really, really hard to beat high-energy guys. It's hard to keep them down. Yeah, yeah, and you're exactly right on Tatis. I mean, he's going to probably be a – he's a perennial star in the league. He's he's already shown it this year. I mean, we, we he's, he's already proved to us that he's going to be the future of Major League Baseball. Um, I was very impressed – 
with uh, Blake Snell, especially how Blake Snell, you know, he has some up and down starts during the regular season. Very impressed by how he did in the postseason. He always comes in clutch, it feels like, in the postseason. I actually pulled up some of his stats here to kind of uh, look at him, and he's only allowed one earned run throughout his three starts in the postseason, or throughout his four appearances, I should say, in the postseason. Um, he's actually only started two games in the postseason, but he's only allowed one earned run in four of his appearances, which is pretty impressive, you know, especially, too, how he played against Toronto last Monday. And, and especially for the Rays, too, they're not going to have to worry about starting Charlie Morton. They had, didn't have to even start him during the Toronto series. So it's definitely going to be interesting how that will play in effect for the Rays and how that might actually help them out in the long run here in this series, especially against a Yankees team who they've actually never played in the postseason, which I think is kind of uh, incredible to hear. I didn't realize that they didn't play each other yet in the postseason. But uh, I was very impressed with how Blake Snell played, especially coming in clutch in the playoffs. And then another guy I was impressed with as well was, um, who was it? Sandy Alcantara. It was this, another guy who I was very impressed with, and I was very, I'm very excited to see how he can do in this uh, next series against the Atlanta Braves. Again, a tougher matchup than the Cubs. Obviously, the Cubs really didn't kind of get things going. But I'm very excited to see how Sandy Alcantara can do in the uh, next series, at least on the pitching side of things. Yeah, I got a, a sleeper guy for you, Ian Anderson from the Braves. Um, he, 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 I think he only had six starts this year. I think he believed he had like a one not one point nine five ERA in his six starts, but he looks like a legit number two for the Braves. So um, behind Max Fried, so if. if Max Fried's able to win his game. I think that Ian Anderson uh, matchup um, is going to be tough for those Marlins hitters. Um, but, like I said, if the Marlins are able to, you know, kind of sneak one out in one of those two and get the ball to six-toe, I think uh, they, could, they could be a business in that series. But I do like Ian Anderson from the Braves. And I think a sleeper guy that people really aren't talking about much is just because he's just not really a named guy is a Rosarina from uh, the Rays. Yep. That guy slugging was I think six forty one um, during the regular season. He's a he's a guy that that is sneaky in the in the lineup, um, especially with those extra base hits he had. I think he had six in the last series. He is he's going to be a good guy for the Rays, um, where they can put him almost anywhere in the lineup, and I think he'll be able to do damage against the Yankees. So that's a guy I would watch out against in that series. Yeah, yeah. Rosarena has looked really good the last couple of uh, games here, especially down the, as as you said, especially down the stretch too of the season, and now and heading into the postseason, he's looked really good. I'm excited to see what he can do against the New York Yankees, and we'll kind of now get into the DS games. Obviously, today's the first day of the American League Divisional Series. Tomorrow we'll have the National League Divisional Series. The American League Divisional Series for any fans listening right now, it will be televised on TBS, which is I believe at least on spectrum it's on channel 26 uh, or 25 maybe i one of those channels but uh we we got a really interesting matchup and by the way it's interesting this year obviously the divisional series is called the divisional series and every team is playing their divisional rivals so it's going to be kind of interesting uh to see obviously that's what it's called so uh but we got the first game on today at 407 is going to be the houston astros taking on the oakland athletics Ryan, I gotta ask, what what do you think about this game? Who 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 you like? We got Lance McCullers on the mound for Houston. We got Chris Bassett for on the mound for the Oakland Athletics. Who you really like in this game one of the series? Obviously, five game series, so a little bit longer than those three game series. So you know, it's not as 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 important to lose. You know, if you lose game one, it's not as bad as you would have lost game one in the wild card series. But who, regardless, who do you have in that game, and who do you like in this series possibly as well? 
Uh, game one, definitely had the Astros. I have to go with my boy Lance McCullers. So I actually played with him growing up um, and, and played against him, you know, in, in, uh, in college, but high school a little bit. Um, but, yeah, that's my that's my guy. So I got to go with my guy on that one. Um, but I do like the A's. Um, I just think they're a great team. I just think they – uh, their their uh, lineup is tough outs. Uh, they necessarily, not necessarily hitting well, mm-hmm. uh, but they're just gritty at bats. Uh, they make starters go deep in counts, um, which definitely puts bullpens um, in a little bit of a rut, um, especially in, in series where you got to maybe play five games. So um, I do like the Astros in Game One behind uh, Lance McCullers. I'm a little worried about Granky. Um, he, he just hasn't looked that sharp this year. I mean, he's had a couple of flashes um, in some of his starts, but um, really, you know, you got the injuries with Chapman and Olsen um, for the A's. But like I said, I think their lineup's just too gritty. I just think they're going to wear down the bullpen throughout the series, and I'm going to take the Athletics in that series. Yeah, I, I'm going to also take the Astros in game number one. Again, as you said with Lance McCullers, you know, he's a, he's a great, great player for the Astros team. And obviously the Astros returned back to the Dodgers stadium. Obviously they had uh, their, their World Series win there. And uh, so they returned back to the uh, L.A. stadium to play on, take on the Oakland Athletics. But, yeah, I'm going to take the Astros in game one. But as you said, I, I think Oakland, even though with Matt Olson and uh, Matt Chabon, uh, being out for for a, you know being out and such and having injuries, I still like Oakland as a team. As you said, they have hard outs as well. But uh, Houston's gonna be tough. I always feel like Houston is kind of they're kind of like the Yankees. They always are finding ways to win. They're always trying to move on to the next round of the playoffs. They're always trying to get far into the postseason, or they're pretty much their seasons a wash. Um, but I'm gonna go with Oakland. I think uh, I just think they're a better team in this scenario, and I, I have them going to the ALCS. I guess it would be uh, going to the next round. Of the postseason, we get into game number uh, the the second game of two here in the ALDS. We got game number one between the New York Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays. Garrett Cole and Blake Snell. Uh, you being a pitcher, Ryan, this is probably a very this is a really good pitcher matchup. Garrett Cole and Blake Snell, and obviously these two teams facing off for the first time ever in the postseason, which again is kind of crazy to me to think that these two teams have never played in the postseason, but they'll get a shot to play today, and it's going to be a good pitcher's duel, but also both teams are loaded with bats, and it should be a fun one, especially if uh, the bats start you know, getting going. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's going to be a fun series, especially with all this little, the bad blood they got going on yep. um, from the regular season. I think this is going to be more of an emotional series. I think the team that's able to keep those emotions in check a little bit will come out on top of that one. Um, what are you thinking about this series? I like the Rays, man. I mean, I think the Rays are legit. I mean, the Yankees have been up and down this year. They're not consistent. But when you get into the postseason, you never know what Yankee team you're going to get. Are you going to get a Yankee team that's going to be pushing to try and make it to the World Series? Or are you going to get a Yankee team who, again, are going to have their inconsistencies like they did in the regular season? So I like the Rays here in this one. I think the Rays, especially not having to start Charlie Morton in the World Wild Card Series, I really like the Rays in this one. I think that's going to help not having to have Morton you know, already have started a game. I think that's going to help the Rays, and I like the Rays in this series. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I, I, I like the Rays uh, just because of their pitching. Um, I think the three starters at the top are incredible. Also, the Rays do some do some fun 
bulky stuff to the bullpen, so it's really hard to game plan against those guys. You just never know when Diego Castillo, Nick Anderson, Pete Fairbanks, you never know when those guys are going to come out of the pen. And so that makes it really tough on hitters uh, to make uh, matchups and the lineups with your lefties and righties. Uh, it makes it really, really tough. The only thing I'm worried about with the Rays, though, is kind of where is the offense going to come from? Yep. Um, you, you had three home runs um, the last game against Ryu with Zanino, who batted 150 in the regular season. Renfro had one. He batted 160 in the regular season. And then Margot had the home run. So it's just we're not going to get consistent production out of those guys. So it's where else is it going to come from? We need those guys to step up. So that's where it comes from. A Rosarina, Meadows needs to kind of play a little better. Um, but I think I definitely like the race here. I just the Yankees. I don't believe in their pitching. I, I just think their pitching is down this year um, with the inconsistency of it. So uh, I love their lineup. Obviously, uh, they strike out a little too much, which kind of hurts them a little bit. But uh, definitely have the Rays in this series. Yeah, definitely. And the Yankees also again dealing with injuries as, all, as it feels like they always do. So uh, that's another thing as well that's going to probably play into tack as well. But uh, we'll, we'll head into definitely. the next day, October sixth, which is tomorrow. We got the Miami Marlins taking on the uh, the Atlanta Braves. Even though on I don't know why some of these team names are in Spanish on MLB.com, but um, <laughs> regardless, we got the Marlins taking on the Atlanta Braves. The Marlins have yet to announce their pitcher yet, but we got Max Freed on the mound for the Atlanta Braves. Freed, who look really good. I mean, he's a he's a good young player. He's definitely going to be a strong NL Cy Young candidate this year. Very good this season for the Atlanta Braves. Who do you like in that matchup? Again, obviously the Marlins have yet to announce their you know they're yet to announce their pitcher, so we don't know who will be on the mound. I'm guessing it's either going to be like a Sandy Alcantara or you know maybe a, a Pablo Lopez, whatever the case may be. Who do you like in that series, and who do you like in game number one, even though we don't know who the Marlins pitcher will be? Who do you like in game number one, and who do you like in this series? I think this is going to be a funny one. I think the Braves, since the Braves beat them like 29-2, to you know, in that one game in the, the regular season, I think the Braves will come out flat tonight, I think, or tomorrow. I mean, I think the Miami sneaks this game, this game one, and I think it kind of puts the Braves Kind of in okay. We need to, we need to play baseball here. Uh, these guys are not just going to be a walkover. And I do have the Braves winning it in five, though. I do have it going five. I think this is going to be a much closer series than everybody thinks it will be. Um, like I said, you get you get six does and get the ball at one time in this series. And if you can sneak game one, you give yourself a chance to move on um, in game five. And I think that's what it comes down to. Game five. Yeah, I, I actually I, I like this series a lot. I think this is going to be a five game series as well, and I, I like the Mar. I think the Marlins have been the story of the season. I think Dom Mattingly, honestly, just the way he's been able to take this team and you know bring it to the postseason. I mean, he had teams where he had Stanton, Yelich, Ozuna. He had teams that were loaded. He wasn't able to make it to the postseason. He made it to the postseason with a team that you know on paper, if you're just a casual baseball fan. You know, this team doesn't look like a, a major threat to any team. It doesn't look like they're a postseason team. But if you really watch them and, and see how they play, they're a very good roster, even though they're a lot of young talent. They're a very good team, and they have a lot of talent on that roster. So I think it's going to go five, but I think the Braves and the way their season ended last year with, again, getting eliminated early, a lot of people had them winning or going to the World Series or even going to the NLCS last year. Obviously not in the way they planned. I think the Braves get it in five, but I think the Marlins, man, I think Don Mattingly really is a candidate this year for manager of the year. It's really between him and maybe Kevin Cash just of how good their teams have been and how, you know, 
good they've been able to turn these teams around the last couple of seasons but I think Don Mattingly man just what he's been able to do this season with having COVID-19 you know the team had like half the team had COVID-19 at the beginning of the year so just the way this team has been able to kind of fight adversity all year and still make it to the playoffs and then not only that win a series against the Cubs in Chicago uh, I, I told a friend of mine, I said, it's kind of like the repeat of Bartman, you know, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I, I really think the Marlins are a young team, but I just think they're too young in this scenario. And I like the Braves getting the job done in game number one and really in the series. Yeah. To me, it just comes down to the Marlins pen. I think, yep. um, if Sandy Alcantara can get you seven, where do you go from, from there? Same yep. thing with six though. Um, he gives you good seven. Now, where do you go from there? And if they have to go to Pablo Lopez as their third starter, it's like, okay, where do we go on from there? And um, they're going to hit. I mean, they batted 245 their last series um, and 275 with runners in scoring position. So um, I, I, I just think that they're, they're timely hitting. It's just where do you go to after those guys do their job? Yeah, definitely for sure, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun series. It's gonna be really it's gonna be interesting, especially just uh, how the Marlins have played and how the Braves have played. So it's gonna be a very interesting series. I'm excited to watch it. And uh, obviously, we talked about the American League series, so we won't really get into the second game of the American League series. But we'll talk about the second game of the National League uh, or the second NLDS series. Um, we'll talk about the Padres and Dodgers. This is gonna be a fun one, man. Uh, the Padres looked really good, especially after made all those trades that they had at the trade deadline. Dodgers, they're the same old Dodgers as we always know. They're you know really good, and they just we we know what the the team they what team they have. But uh, who you got in this game, and who you got in this series on the mound for the Dodgers for this game tomorrow will be Walker Bueller. San Diego's yet to announce their pitcher, but it should still be a fun series. I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr. You got the Dodgers with Corey Seager, Jock Peterson, all their talent that they got, and it's just it's going to be a great series. I'm really excited for the series, and I think the Padres could really come up and possibly win this series. I think they have a good roster, and but I think the Dodgers they're kind of the bigger you know the top name in that NL West and I think the Padres got to overcome them first yeah I I I like the Padres a lot I I think they're the most fun team in baseball right now um the Dodgers are the Dodgers uh obviously you know with Walker Bueller Kershaw Mookie Betts added to that lineup um I just think they they to me are the best team on paper but like they say paper doesn't always win I think you gotta put a little bit of emotion into it um and, and things like that. But for me, this series reminds me of something Lamar Jackson from the Baltimore Ravens just said. Uh, a little bit of kryptonite. I think the Padres are a little afraid of the Dodgers. And I think if they can have a good game one, I can see the Padres winning this series. I think it all just comes down to this first game. I told my boys, Coach, uh, when we go play tournaments, uh, you set the tone for the rest of the, the weekend in the series in your first game. So... If the Padres can sneak game one, I'm going to take the Padres uh, in the series. But if the Dodgers win it, I, I, the Dodgers are just, to me, the better team. They're going to win the series. Yeah, I actually agree with you, too, on the whole game one thing, where I really do think whoever wins would probably win the series. I actually, though, I think the Padres actually win the series. I think they find a way. I think they're just a, a fun team. They're, they're they're having you could tell they're having fun out there, obviously, with all their talent they have and just them, you know, producing and such. But I think the Padres find a way. I don't know what it's about. I don't know what I what I like about them, but I I just I don't know. They just 
there's just something about them that really just catches me, and I really just like them going far this season. I don't know what it is, and maybe it's just because of all the trades they made as well, this uh, trade deadline, but I really do think the Padres are, are a legit threat in the National League West and in the National League, and I think they could uh, beat the Dodgers. So I think they'll win game one, and I actually do have them beating the Dodgers in five games. But as you said, uh, again, the Dodgers, we all know what the Dodgers have, and we all know. Back here, we got Ryan back here, and uh, – Ryan, we were talking about the two National League pitchers that you you really liked, and uh, you were talking we were talking a little bit about that. Uh, just talk to you about who who you really like in the National League. Yeah, Mookie Betts to me is the guy that I think can change uh, a series, and with the stars on the other side, and him moving to LA from Boston, I think he's a guy that's really going to take the, that that big leap forward. I think mm-hmm. Mookie Betts will be a household name, kind of starting with this series and going into the championship series, and then. Pitching-wise, Sixto Sanchez, I think if he gets the ball twice in that Miami series, whether he pit, he starts game two um, and then comes out of the bullpen in game five, I think the, the, they'll put the Braves really in a, in, a, in a tough area there. And I think Sixto is his coming out party. Um, and I think next year he'll have his full rookie year. But I think right now I think it's his coming out party. And I think everybody's getting a good look at what he could be. Uh, we got a chance to see him. Uh, two years ago in uh, high A, and I'm telling you that, that it was incredible, his ability to throw the fastball at 100 miles per hour consistently as a starter, but also he had the ability to throw a slider and a yep. curveball, yep. which makes it really tough if a pitcher has three pitches. Um, so those are my two guys, and I, I think the Braves I think the Braves better watch out. You can't take the Miami Marlins uh, lightly here because yep. um, that's a good group of guys, and I know the Braves are a good group of guys as well, but um, they're just they're just playing with some kind of belief that I think makes a Cinderella team happen, and so um, yeah, Sixto Sanchez is definitely the guy to watch in the NL. Definitely, yeah. I mean, Sixto Sanchez, as you said, and I luckily goes fortunate enough to get to be able to get to see him in high A as well, and he's just an incredible pitcher. I cannot wait to see how he can progress throughout the major league level. Uh, for my pitchers, I'm actually going to go with in the American League. I'm going to go with Sean Manaya, who gets a start tomorrow for the Athletics in game number two. I really like what Sean Manaya brings to the table. He's a big guy, but he, he just throws, I don't know, he throws, he's a fantastic, I don't know, he, I just like what his stuff he brings to the table. He's just got good stuff he brings and uh, I really like Sean Manaya for the postseason. I think he's going to really show out here in the uh, ALDS against the Houston Astros. Um, and we'll yeah, see. He's maybe very deceptive. Definitely, definitely. And and for my number two pitcher, and we'll we'll go to the National League here for this one. I'm going to go, and obviously this guy we already know a lot about him, Clayton Kershaw. I think he's going to do it again, as always. You know, Kershaw, Kershaw's Kershaw. You know, he'll, he'll always come out and he'll throw a great, great game and he'll always do well. So I like Kershaw to really show out and, and still show that he's, he's, still, he's still good. He's still at the top of his level. So we'll, we'll go with Clayton Kershaw here to kind of have a really good uh, DS for the National League side of things. So I got Kershaw and I got um, Manaya for it. So two West Coast teams there I'm going with. But yeah, you're I, telling me that the Kershaw playoff curse is going to dissipate this year? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe the Dodgers curse might might dissipate this year. I think they do have a very good team. But uh, we'll, we'll kind of go and we'll talk about the World Series here, obviously. 
again, as we said, with so many good teams and a lot of interesting matchups. Again, Miami and Atlanta, Tampa Bay, New York, San Diego, LA, even Houston and the Athletics are a very interesting matchup. Who do you have in your ideal World Series matchup? And then what's your kind of dark horse World Series matchup? Obviously, again, a lot of good teams in the postseason this year, and obviously 16 teams made it this year into the postseason. Obviously, now we're down to eight, and just so many great teams, teams that even got eliminated who could have you know, been uh, contenders this year for the World Series. Who do you like, though, in the World Series as your ideal World Series, and then who is kind of your dark horse World Series? Uh, I think the most fun World Series would be Tampa Bay and the Braves. I just think that series during the regular season – was incredible. It was so much fun. Uh, they played two games here in Tampa, two games up in Atlanta, and people were glued to watch those two series. The Braves got the best of them in Atlanta, and it was vice versa in Tampa. Tampa got the best of them there. I think that would be the best World Series uh, this year. I think those teams are just just so much fun to watch, and I think it'd be cool to have a kind of little Florida-Georgia little rivalry started yep. right there in the World Series. Um, kind of a dark horse World Series. I'm going to stay out on the West Coast and go Oakland Dodgers. Um, I think if Oakland can get on a run, start swinging the bat a little bit better, I just think that, like I said, they're very gritty, so they have tough at-bats. I think tough at-bats wear on teams' um, arms throughout the series. And so um, they're going to play a lot of long series, the Athletics, just because um, their offense isn't really clicking at the moment, but they're a tough at-bat. Um, really prolonged series because it makes bullpen guys come out of the series early. So Oakland, the Dodgers would be my dark horse World Series. And my my World Series I would love to see would be Atlanta and Tampa. Uh, I'm actually going to go with Tampa in my fun World Series, kind of like the one I would love to see. I'm going to go with Tampa in that World Series. And I'm going to actually give two National League teams because there's two that I really would like to see. Tampa-San Diego, for me, would be such a fun series, especially how San Diego's been. They're a fun group to watch on TV. They're a fun group just in general to watch in person. Um, I really like San Diego and what they're doing over there and with the Padres. And then I'm going to go with, again, the Rays. Uh, again, another fun team, another team that has been consistently good this year, and I could really see it'll be a, it'll be a fun matchup to get to see. And then I would say the the second matchup I would like to see that would be for me the, like my fun series would be Tampa Bay and Miami. Just I would love to see it all Florida World Series. I mean, how like good would that be just to see the Rays, the Marlins? And this is, by the way, the first year that the Rays and Marlins have made it to the postseason together. This is the first time ever. So, I mean, how neat would that be to see a all-Florida World Series? I mean, that would just be, for me as a Floridian, that would be, like, the coolest thing. But uh, those are probably be my two fun World Series. And then my ideal World Series, I'm going to go with Atlanta and the Tampa Bay Rays, as you kind of said. But that would also be a fun World Series as well. The Florida-Georgia rivalry, as you mentioned. But uh, both teams were really good this year and I would love to see that series or even I would love to see maybe uh, a, a you know a Houston LA rivalry maybe the rematch that would be kind of cool too because Houston and LA obviously uh, a lot of people know about the whole Houston situation and such and maybe LA can get their revenge on the Houston Astros after uh, everything that kind of transpired the last couple of years but uh, I'm 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 excited man it's going to be a fun couple of weeks to see who makes it to the World Series uh, Ryan I want to say thank you so much for jumping on today on the show it was great to get to talk to you about the postseason can't wait for the rest of the postseason. Maybe we'll get you on again. We'll talk about maybe the NLCS and the ALCS maybe once that time comes. But I appreciate you jumping on today. 
no, I appreciate you having me. Like I said, it's always fun to talk baseball with you. And uh, like I said, go Rays. I'm yeah. the biggest Rays supporter you'll see. So, um, you know, I just I want them to continue doing what they're doing over there. Uh, I'm a little I'm a little weary about the Yankees, their ability to hit it out of the park. But, yep. you know, that's baseball. So, uh Thanks for having me again, and like I said, go race. Yeah, man, it was awesome. Again, Ryan Valdez, guys, uh, Braden, former Braden to Marauders pitcher, again, was with the Pirates organization. Very happy to have you on, Ryan, and I appreciate you jumping on, and have a great rest of your day today. Yes, sir, thank you. You as well. Thank you. All righty, guys, that's it for this episode. Again, appreciate Ryan Valdez, former Pirates minor league pitcher and former uh, Braden Tim Marauder. Obviously, we had him back on last fall. But uh, really cool to get to talk to him. Really cool to talk about the postseason. I can't wait, man. I'm like giddy just talking about it because I love this time of year. It's great. You always there's always a sense of like enjoyment watching a baseball game and such. And I'm very excited about it. And I'm very excited to talk about the postseason and get to talk about it more. But again, thanks so much, Ryan, for jumping on. Great to talk to him. And uh, yeah, there's some fun World Series, man. I can't wait. Uh, again, as I said, the Rays and Padres would be fun. The Rays Dodgers would be good. I mean, Yankees Dodgers is obviously what everyone thought it was going to be this year, or everyone thinks it's going to be this year. I mean, Rays and Braves, Rays and Marlins. I mean, there's some good matchups. Astros and Dodgers. I mean, we got the Athletics and the Dodgers, two historic franchises. I mean, that, there are some fun matchups we could see in the World Series, and I'm excited. It should be a fun. A uh, couple of weeks, but uh, that's pretty much it, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, tuning in, and peace out, guys. See you in our next podcast. Peace.